Hey friend, and welcome back to season two of the Between the Pages podcast. I am so excited that you are here and you decided to join us for this conversation today. It is in all goodness as we continue to navigate life in between the valleys and the mountaintops. Our team is so excited for this season as we have more topics, more guests, And truthfully, our team is learning alongside with you of how we can intentionally pursue Jesus in everything that life brings. We are so excited to welcome back Lakeview Covenant Church as our season two sponsor for the episode. So get comfortable, grab a cup of coffee, grab a Bible, put in your headphones, and join us for today's conversation. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Between the Pages podcast. And I am so excited because my gal Jenny is back on the podcast with me. Um, I'm so excited because this episode is titled Waiting Well. And uh, so we are talking about waiting, whether you're waiting in your singleness, you're waiting for a job, Mm -hmm. you're waiting for a move, you're waiting for your finances. We're all waiting for something. All the time. All the time. (laughs) I feel like I... And y'all have heard this in a previous um, episode, but I feel like half the time I'm like every single area of my life is just like, wait here, wait here. Mm -hmm. Okay, everything's unraveled. Oh, now we're going (laughs) to go back to the ball of fishing line that I now have to untangle and wait. Exactly. And so what we're going to do is we are going to be in Psalms 27. Now, I read this passage a little while ago, and as I was reading, I was like floored. I was floored by just how David brings up these beautiful postures of waiting and challenges us to just abide in Jesus, to wait in Jesus, to seek and find him because we will find him. Yes. I promise you will find him. Yes. And so I guess to start off, Jenny, when you were reading Psalms 27, what is kind of like one of the things that really stuck out to you? Mm, I really like was reading through the fear aspect. So, like, when David was writing this, the biggest fear for him was probably, like, war or famine or, you know, things that are devastating like that, which we still have today for sure. But it seems like now in the world that we live in, it's, like, people live by fear. They're constantly, like, buying the best air purifiers or, like, wondering if World War Three is going to be starting or, like, just people living in, in fear. It just kind of controls your life after a while. And so when I was reading this, I kind of saw David realizing that he had fear and instead flipping it on being confident in the Lord and his faith and abiding in him. I love the verse that's talking about like a shelter of a tent on a high hill. Like God is setting up a place for you for to protect you in that waiting so you don't have to wait through that fear because that sounds exhausting. Waiting through fear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Instead of like waiting in that peace in that tent in that shelter that God's provided for you. So that, that was the biggest thing that stood out for me. It was like, I love that picture of God having like a nice place for you to stay in while you're waiting and you're not alone in fear. For sure. I yeah. love that. And I think one of the things that um, stuck out to me was just how all of twenty Psalms 27 really focuses on um, David speaking on his confidence mm-hmm. in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you see that right off the bat in verse one, where he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, who yeah. shall I fear? And, yeah. uh, you know, as he continues down and then verses four through kind of like verse six, um, it's very much of an, 
a parallel and an equivalent to the New Testament of John 15, where it talks mm-hmm. about like abiding in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He says like, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I think sometimes we often forget when we're waiting yeah. of um, this idea of abiding in Jesus in our waiting. Yeah. And that's like such a good action word too. Like you can wait and complain and, you know, just give yourself a little pity party the whole time. But instead like to flip it around and abide in God is like so much more, it's more work, but it's more rewarding in the long run because then you can see how God worked through your waiting period while you were just like, kind of you journaling like I know like that's a big thing or like what worship songs stand out to you during that waiting time or if it's just like a text from a friend and you're like wow I really needed that to get me through those waiting like those checkpoints kind of is kind of cool absolutely and uh, you know even in your waiting and I think a beautiful question to ask if you are waiting for something is like how are you waiting and how are you seeking Jesus in your waiting? And I think it's so important um, when you are in a waiting season of truly taking that time and not only just that time, but any time truly taking that time to seek God. And like when you are seeking God, you will find him. Like we said that in Jeremiah 29, 13, like when we seek him, we will find him. He will be there. He has not gone. He has not left you. He is working for you and for your good. I love that again in like verse one, like you were saying how David's almost like challenging it. Like if my faith is in the Lord, like what else is there? What else can hurt me? But if your faith isn't in the Lord, then you are afraid of everything. You're afraid of like where your next meal is going to come from, when you're going to get married, if you're going to have a child, where your house is going to be. So if you don't have that firm foundation in God, then like everything else after that is just so full of fear. Absolutely. And I guess, Jenny, um, what is there like something maybe that like whether recently or a while ago where you've like really had to like wait and like, I guess one evaluate yourself on how well you waited and like where did you find Jesus in your waiting? Yeah, that's a great question because sometimes when I get into that like pity party, that complaining attitude, I really do have to take that self check and be like, okay, this is not abiding in God. This is not a, a like progressive beneficial waiting period. If I'm just kind of like sitting and waiting, I have to be active and be like, okay, Lord, if I'm waiting for this thing, like part A, that's my best plan. What can I do to work on towards getting to that goal? And like, then it like those little action parts really help. I think the most recent thing, um, so I coach volleyball for like high school and middle schoolers. And right now we don't have like a varsity high school like coach right now. So I, and anxious how the season's going to go because it's in a few months. So I'm waiting until they hire a new person to take that lead. Okay. Yeah. And so the my first reaction was like, oh, my gosh, the season starts in three months. We should be starting, like, preseason stuff. We should be doing, like, a lot of coaching things. And, like, I have to contact the parents and, like, put a schedule together. And it's like, that's anxiously waiting. That's not patiently waiting. So when I got that message from the school saying like, yeah, we're going to find another head volleyball coach. And I was like, when? Now? Like, let's get some interviews going. But I just have to patiently wait and trust that like whoever they choose will be there to not only benefit the team, but to benefit like that co 
coaching ability that I can have with whoever they hire. And I just have to trust in God that it's going to be okay. And it's not having to be like all in my hands. I think that's the most recent one. Yeah. Do you have one too? Yeah. Um, I guess for me, you know, I think there's a ton of different areas. Um, and I'm someone who like, you know, I mean, truthfully, like I'm in a waiting season of singleness and um, just learning a lot in my season of singleness and, um, you know, relationships that come in and out. And this Psalms really spoke to me because I was like, really, how well am I using this waiting season? True. Like, how well am I using this to truly seek after Jesus? I would maybe give myself like a B minus. You're grading yourself. Yeah, like yeah. I would probably give myself like a B minus, um, but I think there's there's always going to be like continual growth and continual like learning Absolutely, points yeah. throughout your waiting, and uh, you know for me it's like you know you meet this guy and you're like oh my goodness we click everything makes sense like it just it it'll work it like logistically and logically like just makes yeah, sense yeah and then all of a sudden like. It just, I mean, relationships are hard. Relationships take work and things just don't turn out. And you're like, okay, God, what now? Like, yeah, what's yeah. going on? And uh, one of the beautiful things um, that I took away from Psalms 27 um, was how David talks about like waiting and confidence in the Lord, um, but staying eager in our waiting. And I was like, okay, what? Like, Com- like waiting in confidence yeah, staying eager yeah. in my waiting mm-hmm. and just waiting in general like those three things like don't make sense together yeah and as I sat with that for a little bit I was like oh our confidence is that God will be faithful to us and we can confidently wait in the Lord but stay eager in our waiting knowing that he has our best interests at heart. He has our best interests in mind. He will always want what is best for you and it will be a good thing. And that takes a while to realize too sometimes because especially if you want that independence and you're like I think I can take this like I'm good at waiting like maybe I am a patient person naturally and you try to do it on your own and fail then it's like you're just really hit with the reality check of like waiting on the Lord in that eagerness and like trying to focus on knowing that trusting in God is going to bring you so much light in the like more than you could ever plan or have even how independent you are like naturally or maybe you have to work on it sometimes but just knowing that God has always got your back and he's lifting you up through that eagerness too instead of sitting in that pity pit of like what was me kind of waiting yeah absolutely but I also think like too like reminding yourself of the joy of staying eager in your waiting will also honestly change your mindset of waiting like, there has been moments where I remind myself, like, I got to be confident in my waiting and stay eager in my waiting because I know Jesus has something better yeah. than I can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, like, sometimes I sit there and I'm just, like, so giddy. Like, I'm so giddy of, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I thought this guy was everything and to think Jesus has something better out yeah. there for me. Yeah. Like, how can I not be eager in my waiting? How can I not be excited of like what Jesus is going to do and how, who this person could be, or like, you know, whether if it's like a job or like right now too, like I'm waiting on, like, am I going to 
live with my parents the rest of my life or when am I going to get a house or am I going to get an apartment or am I going to move it to a different state? Like being confident, like, you know, Jesus has got that under control and I get to stay eager. Cause I'm like, okay, I know I'm not probably going to live with my parents for the rest of my life, but like, where am I going to be? It's exciting to think about. Yeah. 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 And like, honestly, like almost like changing your mindset around waiting. I think waiting has such a negative connotation sometimes of like, ugh, I'm waiting again. I'm single again. I'm whatever again. And like, like you said, throwing that pity party, but like, okay, the relationship didn't work out. Cool. Move on. It wasn't meant for you. Jesus has something way better and it might not be the next person, but you're going to learn something more about Jesus and more something more about yourself. Yeah. And then when that person comes along, oh my goodness, you're gonna be like, God, you are still so good. You are still so good. Yeah. And like seeing the eagerness throughout your like, I mean, I, I think now I'm like, how excited I am. Like, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. okay. I'm like, I thought this man was everything. Well, the first guy, and then the second guy was like, wow, you're even better than the first guy. And then the second guy, I'm like, hmm, I don't really know. Like, and then I'm like, if it's not you, that's fine. Because I thought you were great, but Jesus is something better. Like, just you wait. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for more. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, okay. Like, sounds good, Jesus. Yeah. That's, like, so interesting to think about because, like, that sounds wonderful and positive, but it's like life is hard. And when you have that doubt and that fear kind of like sneak in a little, like you open that door a little bit and then it like starts to sneak in more and steal that eagerness away from you. Like how, how interesting it is to think about that. Like we try to combat that on our own and try to close that door to that fear and that doubt. But the more we like maybe like have that self-doubt and let the devil like kind of sneak in a little bit more and more that eagerness starts to slip away how do you or maybe we could think of ideas like how do we bring that eagerness back into that waiting yeah and I think um it's it's so much a part of life because I I've even like in the last like couple months have been like super eager and then like that fear comes in and then I'm like trying to control the situation again Yeah, yeah um But I think it comes down to, like, one thing is, like, doing things that really bring you joy in life and not, not like, like, laser focused on that fear. And, like, if you're in a season of singleness and, like, I mean, something for me, it's, like, okay, when the fear comes up, I'm, like, I'm going to, like, do something that makes me happy. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to go to a concert with some friends. I'm going to go out to dinner. I'm going to do a girls' night. I'm going to do something that makes me happy. Yeah. That brings me joy and reminds me of joy. Yeah, yeah. Tapping into that, what you know kind of works already. What God has shown you in the past can help you through those hard times of, like, depression or anxiety or, like, anxiousness, like, anxiously waiting instead of patiently waiting. Right. And I think, I mean, and it's not going to work all the time. Right, And I think that's just a part of life. You know, you could, that fear could really, really come in and, like, slither in. And I think then it's just... You know, truthfully, you just have to go back to the word. You have to go back to the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Read Psalm 27 over again, however many times you need to. And every time, think of something new that can come out and pop out at you. What David was going through at the time. Maybe what a friend of of yours is going through at the time. And, like, just really process each and every verse. Right. Such a great chapter. 
you know, and like I, like I said before, like David gives us that posture of confidence and staying eager. Um, but even in the last like two verses, um, in verses 13 and 14, he says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And basically it's like the three points, like expect, like wait, wait in expectance. Like you will see the goodness of God in God's timing. You're going to have to wait and be confident in your waiting. And also like stay eager. Like the fact that in just one verse, David said, wait on the Lord twice. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm staying eager and waiting on the Lord because he's confidently knowing that God will be faithful because we do serve a good and faithful God. And like, he's not, he's not going to do something or put something in your life that's going to hurt you or not benefit or not benefit like there will be things in your life there will be challenges in your life there will be heartbreak in your life there will be hurt in your life but that's not to hurt you fully it's to continue to show up as who jesus is to show you his power and to say like remember i'm still good even in this and like Mm -hmm. learning from that you know i've had so much heartbreak i've had so much rejection and every single time I learn more from it where now I'm like, yeah. truly that rejection. And I know it sounds cliche is fully redirection, yeah, not redirection yeah. to the next thing, but honestly redirection of like reminding myself who I am in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And my identity is not in what this guy thinks of me or if he likes me or if we're going to get married, like, okay, cool. You don't like me. That's fine. You not like me does not define me because the God of the universe loves me. And I can sit in that knowing that's who I am. I'm the daughter of the king. You know, this job didn't work out. You're the, this interview didn't work out. Well, that job doesn't define you. Yeah. Like yeah. Jesus is going to be like, hey, it's okay. I got something better. And you might just fully be like, I'm going to go a totally different route with my career. And it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. It's fully living in between the pages in the waiting period too. Cause that's like the chapter you want to skip. It's like, ugh, I don't want to do the waiting chapter. Like God, I don't want to learn more lessons. Yeah. I don't want to learn more lessons. Like I just want the final product. Right. Skip to the end of the book, but then you miss all that character growth and that plot and like all of those little arcs in between the first page to the last page. And like, God doesn't want to m- let you miss out on that stuff. He loves to show you who he is he loves it yes yeah. and look for yeah. it like stay eager and look for it yeah. and like knowing that you will see like i mean david in psalms 27 in verse 8 he says yeah. my heart says of you seek his face your face lord i will seek you got to seek jesus in your waiting to see jesus in your waiting and if that's not the desire of your heart yet, like, just pray on it. Because, like, sometimes that's that's not, like, your first forethought. That's not your first go-to. And that's okay. Like, that might not be the first desire of your heart, but it's a process. And, like, just making that habit of seeking God's face and seeking out the word when you are having those thoughts of fear, like, sneaking in the doorway, it, that can just really build up your faith in, like, more ways than you've ever known. Yeah preach it jenny Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you know it, it's it's there's gonna be moments where it's hard and you don't believe it you know david went through so much just even in the first 
30 psalms like he he, wrote a lot he wrote so many and like i'm doing my study in psalms right now and like i'm just getting to like psalms 31 and it's like you're still going like you are still like Mm -hmm. it's still experiencing god's steadfast love um and trusting him through any situation and i'm like i hope that i can wait one day like david waited and i can seek jesus the way david sought jesus that's like yeah the main goal to be the man after god's own heart like that was his little tagline Mm -hmm. like that's that's a pretty big tagline to live up to yeah yeah and to have your heart so in line with god's heart Mm. and I guess, Jenny, what would be something for you, like, thinking of, like, how to align your heart with God's heart? Mm -hmm. Because I think that also still does tie, it does still tie in with waiting. Like, you want to, I remember, like, and even just in the last couple weeks, like, just continually praying, like, God, please align my heart with your desires. Like, align my heart with your heart. Let my desires be your desires. Yeah. Um, What is something for you that, like, has been helpful to, like, continually, like, work on? And I don't think any of us will like fully like no <laughs> like we're not perfect human beings and so i don't think our hearts will ever be exactly in line with god's heart because god is perfect and we are not mm-hmm. um but like for you what is something that like has been helpful for you of like reminding yourself or working towards aligning your desires in your heart with the desires and um the heart of god and aligning that yeah for sure when I give the example of, like, being kind of fearful or, like, not confident in who or, like, even if they could find someone in time for a volleyball coach. Um, Sometimes your first instinct is to, like, gossip about it or, like, you know, feed into the rumors of, like, oh, I heard they're going to hire so-and-so or, like, this is going to happen. And, like, that's not in line with God's heart. Like, that's not. So, like, you kind of have to stop yourself when you feel you drifting off or you're letting that fear in the door further and further so one thing I think would be to even ask someone else's outside perspective, someone who's not really like fully in the same situation you are, because sometimes you can hear God speak through another person that's close to you. So like go to those people that you count on, that you rely on, that have good morals and have that you look up to as someone with strong faith and confidence in God. And I think sometimes that outside perspective can really just tip the scales a little bit on like, okay, you're living in fear a little bit or like, no, this is like, you're, you're right on track. So I think I'm like, probably my mom is the person that helps me out with that sometimes. So I think that's one of the ways that God can like speak through other people to help you conquer that fear or like that doubt. Yeah, that is like number one for me too, is like have those accountability partners and have that community that you can go to when you're like, I'm really struggling with this and in this waiting season. And like, I mean, truthfully, like also asking for prayer, be like, can you just pray for me that I will have the confidence and bravery to get through this and, um, you know, keep me accountable. And like, truthfully, some, like I've had friends that are like, Rebecca, you are controlling too much of this situation. Mm -hmm. Like you need to just let go. Mm -hmm. Or Rebecca, like you are living in so much fear or you are trying to control an outcome that you don't know, or you are trying, you are thinking too far ahead in the future and like keeping me accountable, but then also reminding me of who God is. Yeah. Yeah. And like also championing me through my waiting 
And I've had, like, so many friends, like, even just, like, in my season of singleness where I'm just, like, hey, I'm really struggling with being alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll just be, like, hey, that is okay. Like, let's do something this weekend. Yeah. And, yeah. like, they're there to support you and, like, to be in community with you. And I think it's – and if you don't have a community, like, I – like feel free to reach out to us like mm-hmm. we're an online community but we we have connections like in multiple different uh places and spaces in the united states that like we want to get you connected with a community and we're like more than ha- like happy to help you and like point you in a direction where um you can find that sisterhood or that brotherhood or that community to keep you accountable and to also walk with you in alignment with jesus yeah this is kind of cheesy but i thought of an analogy like no one likes to wait in line but it's much more fun to wait in line with like another person yes i love it (laughs) i love it whenever you're waiting in line like the first instinct is to take out your phone and like occupy that time that waiting space because you're like oh my gosh there's like 10 people in front of me okay i'm just gonna pull out my phone and like that's our go-to that's our instinct we don't want to be alone in our waiting it's so much more fun to have someone with you in that line so that when you get to that goal you can celebrate with them too when you get there yes (laughs) I love that that is so good that is so good and I think just reminding yourself like I think the the main point of this episode is like waiting like we get to wait in confidence knowing that God is faithful and will be faithful and good to us and stay eager in that because when something didn't end good that means God's not done yet yeah yeah. He's not done yet. You get to stay joyful and it's going to be hard, but you can do it. We believe in you. We've both have gone through waiting seasons. We're both in, in waiting seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, try and like begin working on like, how do I stay eager in this? What yeah. reminding yourself of the joyful part of mm-hmm. what you're mm-hmm. in right now, you know, waiting isn't all bad. It It, it is good. It is good because Jesus is going to just show you more and more of who he is. Um, And Jenny, as we kind of end tonight um, or today or whenever you're listening to this, um, tonight, today, noon, in the morning, (laughs) 3 a.m., whenever, um, what is something that you would want to challenge listeners with or like a a takeaway, an action item um, as we kind of focus on like how are you waiting well or how, how well are you waiting? What I first thought of is, like, check your breathing sometimes. It's, like, sometimes you just need to put your phone away and turn off the radio and, like, just for a minute. Like, even if you need to set a timer for 60 seconds. But, like, when you're waiting anxiously, you're breathing a lot heavier. And you're, like, you feel that stress. Or you're holding your breath. Or you're holding your breath. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, check your breath. Just be, like, are my shoulders, like, relaxed? Like, how's my posture? Like, sometimes when you're waiting, you're, like, on the edge of your seat, like, literally. So, like, maybe just check that and be, like, okay, take a deep breath. Relax your shoulders. Put your feet flat on the floor. Like, honestly, like, physically and mentally doing it, I feel like can make a big connection of your posture and waiting. That's so good. I actually, as you were talking, I realized <laughs> I was holding my breath and I don't know why. I was like, am I anxious about something right now? I was like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of anxious about a couple things. And I was I'm like, hungry. right. And I'm really hungry, guys. This is real stuff. We've been sitting in doing podcasts for a few hours and I did not eat dinner beforehand. 
and that was probably not the best decision. I have to wait for food. It's so, like, wait for good food. So like here I am, like just like please do not hear my stomach growling in the mic. Um, but I was like, as you were saying that, I was like, I'm holding my breath right now and just like taking the moment as you were talking, just like deep breaths is like just feeling like <sighs> I got it. Yep. Like we can do this. Yep. It is a okay, and like I'm gonna continue focusing on being in the present. And I think that's yeah. my challenge yeah, that's too. Huge is um sometime in your like sometimes in waiting you can be so hyper focused on future stuff mm-hmm. and that can almost cause so much more well it does cause so much more anxiety because that's 100 percent me mm-hmm. it causes so much more anxiety when you're hyper focused on an outcome that you don't even know is even in the future like you're so hyper focused on the future like take time like you said to like ground yourself in being in the present I think that comes with breathing that comes with like even if it's just like okay I'm gonna remind myself of like okay what am I smelling in this moment like doing the like five count out the senses yeah yeah and I think the other thing too that I would want to challenge you is one read Psalms 27 yes um to do like the breathing stuff grounding yourself um but even if you are in a waiting season like truthfully like call a friend after this episode or text a friend and be like hey can I talk to you about like something like someone that you trust someone who's accountability partner to you and just share with them like what you're waiting on and like figuring out like an accountability system like I have a list of like probably like 10 friends that like truthfully there was a time in like the last it was with this guy that I was seeing and um we went a couple days without talking I got so anxious because I was like oh my goodness he probably doesn't like me why isn't he texting me back he's probably ghosting yes the fear was sneaking in so what did I do is I started at the top of my list and I began calling every single person until someone picked up (laughs) because I was about to like text this guy and be like what is going on and like try to control that okay well one how well am I waiting in this like yes it was a small season like it was a small time and it doesn't have to be a long season but can it be a short amount of time how well am I waiting right now not really good and recognizing I'm not waiting well and so going to that list and calling Mm -hmm. every single person until someone picked up and one of my friends my friend Allie picked up and she's like hey what's going on I was like here's a situation (laughs) tell me everything's gonna be okay but also like can we just talk about Jesus for a second and can we pray because I don't want to make a decision that I'm going to regret because I'm trying to control an outcome that truthfully has to be the outcome from Jesus. The fear was driving at that point. And you were like, get in the passenger seat fear. Like, I don't need you driving right now. I need the confidence in Christ. Not, not the fear. Get, get in the backseat fear. Yes, absolutely. And like, that's something like, even like make a list of friends that if you were in a situation where you're like, I, I'm, no, I'm trying to control this right now and I need the accountability because I need to wait well. Make that list and like put it on your phone or whatever. And every time you feel that, like begin working through that list. Y'all, you don't know how many times that that has like helped me wait well and helped me sit in my waiting so much better because like you're like, oh my goodness, I'm alone. I'm gonna be alone forever. No, you have a list of people that are going to pour into you. You kind of spiral a little bit, and then you need that outside person to kind of, like, rein you back in a little bit and be like, ah, no, like, God's got this. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, like, almost, like, making sure that you are realizing, like, when that spiral is beginning. Yeah. And, like, taking captive that Mm -hmm. and knowing, okay, 
when this happens, I'm going to take captive of this and here's my action plan. Yeah. And like, yes, it's a little bit of a planner thing, but it helps so much. Like that has been my saving grace for a lot of things in life, relationships, friendships, work things, even like family stuff. I'm just like, I'm like getting into this problem. I'm like, nope, I'm going to call my accountability team. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that you can like realize when it's happening and that probably didn't happen right away. Oh, like it takes. A it literally long was time. not until like probably this summer, and I'm almost twenty six years but old. But isn't it so much better that you have that action plan now? And yes. You're like I don't have to sit through the spiral and land at rock bottom. I can stop it when it's up there. Like yes. At the top. And it's so yeah. it's wow. so freeing, and it does take work, friends. I don't oh, want yeah. you to think that like this is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it once and it's gonna be great. Yeah. 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 It's gonna. It's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm almost 26 years old, and truthfully, I did not figure any of this out until, like, this last, like, couple, like, months. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gone through the spiral to the rock bottom so many times. But give yourself grace, though, too. Give yourself grace as you're learning to wait well. Yeah. Everyone's going to wait well differently. Yeah. And, yeah. Whew, those are good three points to, like, take away. From this episode, I like those. Thank you. I go breathe. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like trying to think. I was like, am I breathing right now? Yeah. <laughs> but friends, we are waiting with you. Um, we are learning w- along with you of waiting well and what does that look like. And if you are waiting for something and you need accountability, um, feel free to DM us or send us an email or. Uh, message us or whatever Um, we want to be able to be an outlet for you to keep you accountable to help you um, take captive that thought and that spiral and to um, transfer that to an eager energy and staying eager in the Lord and uh, we are so excited um, for how Jesus moves in your waiting um, to see how his goodness and faithfulness continues to show up in your life time and time again um, so we thank you for joining us yes, thank you. for this episode. We're so excited. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying the podcast, would you help us out and like um, and leave a comment, leave a review. Um, every like, every review um, helps us to reach a larger audience. Um, if you want to go on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel, that is where you'll find the video format of all of these episodes. And um, we just want um, to be able to reach more and more people, to have a lot deeper conversations, to um, reach people who really need help, who need accountability, who are desiring community. Um, and so if you would, wouldn't mind helping us out with that, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, we cannot wait to see you back in a couple weeks for a new episode of the Between the Pages podcast. <laughs>